sing something again. Huh? Welcome to the There She Mentors podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Deloach, a dual STEM major, dance instructor, pageant competitor, and a normal college student learning how to navigate life one cup of coffee at a time. There's one passion of mine that's a common thread in multiple areas of my life, mentoring, educating, and empowering others to be their best selves. The There She Mentors podcast focuses on self-development in various areas, from interview tips, conversations about confidence, STEM content, and so much more. The dialogue created here is one that should achieve two goals, to empower you to reach beyond whatever barriers are in front of you and reach your full potential, and to highlight everyday opportunities of mentorship, because we all have the ability to invest in those around us and help them shine. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the There She Mentors podcast for your first real episode. And then the first one was intro. So the first episode, like I said, was pretty much an intro to the motivation behind the podcast. My intention for the second one was to do a 72-question rapid-fire Vogue-style questionnaire-type deal for you to be able to get to know me a little bit better. But I am here with my fiancé. Say hello, Granson. Going. <laughs> and I have my own format. He has his own format. He's actually a very good speaker and very has a lot of really good ideas. So I'm not that, I'm not sure what we're getting ourselves into, but basically we're gonna get to know each other a little bit better today. Yeah, so she doesn't have any idea what the format is yet. She wanted me to ask seventy two questions that were already written out and I said, Well that doesn't really seem to take much talent to do so <laughs> okay. we're gonna see if i can come up with questions <clears throat> that's a at real the same time she's got to be able to come up with an answer in four seconds after i get done asking each question and if she hasn't answered in four questions four seconds we're gonna move on so here's the stipulation so she to this determines uh-uh. how good she does in her own podcast Oh, geez. So listen to me. Here's the stipulation, because I can do this. Because you forget how many 10-minute Miss Georgia interviews I've been well, through. Well, I see it. But here's the deal. Sometimes, here, here's an interview tip for you. you got to just spit something out if you don't have a specific. So if you're asking me a dumb question like, well, what color of the wind describes you, that is a dumb question. And you just got to go you with it. You don't know what the questions are going to be. Yet. No, so I know. I'm just saying that like, do? no, hold on. Let me say my piece. Okay. The point is, if I don't have an exact question to your answer, i got to go with my gut. So you can't be answer picky. Answer to your question, not question to your answer. That's fine. I, you can't be picky with my answer, okay? You have to just go with it. No, but if you just completely flop and don't get no, an answer. No, I always answer the question. It just might be a really bad answer. Oh, stop. No, I'm saying I always answer the question. But if it's very specific, you know, some people just have a lot of interests. So sometimes I can't give you like one specific, but I can answer your question on point in under four seconds. I'm going to ask 21 questions. Oh, dear. And if you miss one, I'm going to ask a 20-second question okay. that you really don't want me to ask. Well, so I can cut it out if I want to. So you all may or may not find out 
um, you know, what the 20-second question That's true, because I have the editing is. power. You have editing power, but I will say it multiple <laughs> points throughout this interview, if you want to call it. <laughs> I will mention the 20-second question, okay. so you'll have to keep it in there. Okay. So, it's fine. I have actually unlimited time to think of the questions. She just has four seconds to answer them. Now, I'm going to try to be fairly rapid as well. That seems like a double but standard. one question might lead to another depending on your answer, and that's my reasoning behind Bring it. Bring it so, on. I know how this goes. You're sitting at a restaurant. Mm-hmm. About to order. Yeah. Steak or fish? Fish. If you could change your hair color to one color, what would it be? On uh, an auburn color. If you could change one feature of your personality, what would it be? I have ugly feet because I've danced for so long. If you could change one thing about me, what would you change? I would make you cut your hair the way that you want to but don't have the guts to, which is like Josh Donaldson. <laughs> he has really curly hair. Go look up Josh Donaldson's haircut. Or Grass and Martin's haircut. Well, <laughs> okay, go ahead. All right, uh, beach or mountains? Mountains. Um, what's been your favorite college class ever? Oh, geez, um, probably the history of math is one that definitely ranks right, right up there no, with no, them. No, 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 okay, no, fine. No. I thought I was explaining okay. myself. Coffee or Coke? Coffee. Tomato or tomato? Tomato. Then why do you say coffee? I said coffee. You said coffee. Probably because I was under pressure. <laughs> under pressure. Dun, 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 dun. If you could choose one place to live outside of the state of Georgia, where would that place be? Oh, geez. Um, Europe somewhere. Right now? Not now. Nobody wants to go anywhere right now. Okay. Well, where would it be? Why, uh, why Europe? All right, we're past the four seconds. Yeah, that's so fine. So we're going to question number two. Ah, now I gave you an answer. See, you can't be picky with my answer. I gave you an answer. Okay. Um, next question. <laughs> Living pepper chicken or vinegar-based barbecue sauce drizzled over Boston butt? The latter. Uh-huh. That was too specific for me to repeat it. I don't like lemon pepper. Okay. Would you rather spend an evening... Riding around, you know, a country, dirt roads, that kind of thing, or would you rather be downtown at a nice restaurant in some more urban area? Say, Warner Robins making Savannah. Depends around. on my mood. No, the question needs to be answered in two seconds. I said, depends on my mood in two seconds. Well, you're not going to tell people about you if you don't answer the question now. That's okay. Questions. Okay, that's true. Riding around probably because right now I'm so busy that I would really like some downtime. Uh, I answered. Nah, -uh. I answered. Okay. No, I answered. You, you did. I'm just giving you your time. Okay, that's fine. Uh, I like something to de-stress. Having to dress up can almost be more stressful when you've had a long day. What was your favorite date we've ever been on? When you proposed. That doesn't count. Why? That doesn't count. That was a date. Four seconds. One. Oh, no, but I... Two. <laughs> you had to That's an time. easy answer. Four seconds starting now. Oh. Um. <laughs> There's been a lot. I'm going to give you one more chance. One, two, three. Oh, the Daytona race. Okay. Yes. Yes, that was actually. I mean, we've had a lot of really good dates because he's very thoughtful, but 
that was pretty good. I was just getting into engineering school, like into my engineering classes, and we had, what were the passes called? Uh, UNOH, University of Northern Ohio University. I don't know, something like no, that. No, what were the passes called that got that, us down into the, the garages? You oh. go into the garage, you get to meet the drivers. It was really cool. I touched Chase Elliott's hand. You also touched Ryan Newman's hand, who almost did not live. Oh dear, let's not get that really in depth with this. Crash this year. I know. Let's anyway, not. Anyway, if y'all yeah. can't tell, I'm a really, really huge NASCAR. He fan. is, and I can't follow much more than Chase Elliott. So. So you know, if you were like I was about 15 years ago and thought NASCAR Gosh. was crazy and dumb, I'm just going to use this moment to tell you all you should really watch it when it starts back. There actually is a, a kind of a science to it. It's interesting when you look at the I mean, patterns. like, I'm going through serious withdrawals right now <laughs> because of coronavirus keeping NASCAR from happening. Okay. I don't know what I'm going to do. Continue. Uh, You're going to be patient. If you had to choose between a guy that's, you know... Oh, gosh. A gamer type oh, Lord. of a nerd or... Maybe like a, a study a lot school type of nerd. Which would you choose? A school nerd. School nerd. Yes. Okay. You're right. you're more of that option. What is the first thing you notice about somebody within the first say thirty seconds to one minute of conversation? How open they are. Like if they're willing to open up or if they're a little more if they hold back a little more. What's the most memorable sermon that you've ever heard in church? Oh gosh. That's hard. Three. Okay. Two. I don't know. There's a lot of that. Probably, okay, one, I couldn't give you a specific. I, okay, that's hard. Probably the talks from Passion City, or like from okay. the Passion Conference, or some of this memorable. All right. That took like 15 seconds. I'm sorry. That, I mean, you're in a whole, you're in a football stadium with like thousands of other college students. It's a very powerful atmosphere and you've got some really good speakers interesting um i want to go back in a heartbeat well this next question is going to be interesting what number are we on we're starting number 15 we're about to do number 15 okay go for it um unless i've missed one along the way which is is fine but uh would you prefer uh, the liquid coffee mate or the dry coffee mate? You know, the dry powder coffee mate, half and half, you know. Oh, liquid. Liquid. The powder stuff's trash. Would you rather drink it black if you didn't have that? Yes. I would actually much rather drink the coffee black than with bad creamer. Uh-huh. Interesting. <laughs> I'm a coffee snob. What's your biggest weakness? My biggest weakness? I'm overly emotional and I overthink everything. What's the one thing you would tell somebody trying to decide what uh, major to choose? Give it some time because no one is meant to do, I say not no, not anyone. Many people have so many interests and you should not limit yourself to one career or one interest for your entire you life. you to choose one okay. day to live over and over every day of your life, and it can't be when I post That's it. what I was going to say. Now, what day would it be? Oh, jeez. That's what I was going to say. 
Can I pick like a week instead of a day? No, I, we're really up, up against time right now. Okay, that's fine. It's taking a lot longer. Than oh, 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 oh. I know, I know. Probably the first day I visited Hawkinsville. I met your parents. That was a very special day. You asked me to be your girlfriend. Really sweet. You know, there's a lot there's of days a lot I can relive. Days that I would like to relive. I'm not sure that meeting, you know, the parents of a girlfriend or boyfriend would be one that I want to relive okay. over because that's a really nervous day. Jim. I was actually really nervous. I was expecting you to say like the day you won some pageant or yeah, but that has more nerves. I think just as many really? or more nerves. Maybe so. Be I think because. I don't know, that's hard. My point was that it was a sweet day because I really cared about you a lot. That was Same kind of my me, point. but I'm not sure that I won't do that every day from now on. My, okay, my very my first gut reaction was actually the day I won Miss Florida Southern. Okay. But That's the answer then. Okay, that's fine. Not a cliche answer. No. no well, We're not I, looking for cliche. We're uh, looking for real. My point was whenever you go through pageant day, there's a lot of, it's a roller coaster of emotions. That's almost just the same. What's the hardest okay, thing? Okay, we're moving on. What's the hardest thing about being a girl that guys don't have to deal with? Um, I don't know how to say this. Jeez. Huh? Granson says that I should say menstrual cycle, but that's not what I'm thinking. I don't. No, I'm, I'm asking. Is that how what you're? No, to say? it's not. No, I know. I know. Maybe I can think of that word off the top of my head. Basically, men have to do this too. Men have to tiptoe. No, it's something that men don't have to do. But it's in a different Again, way. What came to your mind first? Not a cliche. No, answer. I'm not. Basically, women have to tiptoe around men a lot because you have to worry about like the stereotypes so much more because women are seen as so delicate and there's so many more negative Don't you stereotypes. Don't think that happens anytime men and women come in contact for both sides? I do, but I think women can be more vulnerable to a more detrimental way. Okay. This is a this is a conversation that cannot be had in thirty seconds. That actually would make a very good podcast this is, topic. This is four seconds actually. It's not supposed to oh, be whatever. thirty seconds. So this will be question twenty, Q twenty. Okay. Right here. Um, let's see. This is interesting. If you had to choose one house size for the future or forever, you had to live in this size house from now on. Would it be a thousand square feet? Or 23,000 square feet. Oh, jeez. And you cannot hire a maid. A thousand square feet. A thousand square feet. Yes. Right. I can make good use of my space, but I don't want to clean that many square feet. Okay. The Q addendum at the end really made that decision for me. Q21. Mm hmm What's been your favorite part about having a sibling? Oh, dear. So I have, I have to preface this, because I have a 17-year-old brother, and he is five and a half years younger than me, and anyone with siblings, I feel like this is just a common thing to know, but like, you know, Granson, you and your sister are only two years apart, so y'all have naturally been friends for a long time. It took me and Landon a while to get there, I'm going to be honest, because you're in such a different... It took us longer than you realize. You it think so? It takes everybody longer. I think it takes everybody longer than but you realize. I will say this, that's because... 
you know, it's one of those things where, you know, I can talk about my family, but you better not talk about my family kind of thing, you know, like, well, you I, can, I can pick at my brother or sister, yeah. but you can't. You, you and Wellesley very what much I'm standing up for you kind of thing. Y'all very much had the same friends and everything. Where me and Landon were so much far apart that it's just been in the last couple of years that we've been in the same stage of life. So he's just now come to me wanting girl advice and school advice and that kind of thing. But probably my favorite part about him is that he is the most unexpected source of encouragement. Cause dang your brother's gonna be mean to you sometimes. And that's need it. When you need it, that's fine. You know, that's a brotherly love kind of kind of thing. I pick on him too. But when I'm feeling really sad, he's the first person to come pick me up. And so, I wouldn't expect it most of the time. So, Q22 because you struggled on every question. I did so not. Three seconds, unless it was a one-word answer. Well, rem- seconds, remember whatever. my biggest so, weakness. I overthink things. Okay. Okay, go for it. We're, we're part of mentoring is to put those things behind you, right? That's true. Right. Or you just so, learn to accept them and overcome them. Overcome them. Either way, you're still putting them behind you. That's true. Okay? You're true. So we're okay. going to give you Q22 to see if you can do that after having answered these 21 questions. <laughs> oh, my gosh. struggled a good bit to get them in the time constraints. So. Four seconds is really ridiculous. Tough. But I wanted to make sure that I got to ask you the 20 Of course question. you did. That was the caveat <laughs> here. So, here's the thing. There's this question that I consider myself decent at interviews. He is. And I can I have conducted a lot of interviews. I've been the interviewer a lot of times. True. And I like to ask hard questions, but there's one question that I don't ask. And it's because it's the question that I had the hardest trouble answering in one of my first interviews. Sarah may or may not know what it is at this point. I, I really don't care because it doesn't make the question any easier to answer. If it's what I'm thinking, you're right. So, you know, some of you may look at this and say, oh, that's not that hard of a question. But, you know, when you're caught off guard by it and you're the one answering it, it can be very difficult. So, the question is, and I'm going to give you 15 seconds to answer this one because I want to make sure you get a good answer in and then I'm going to stop you immediately. So you got 15 seconds okay. to answer this entirely and to make an impactful statement. Remember, you can't be picky about my answer because I'm no, going to answer, but it might not be what you're looking for. seconds. If it's silent for five, that's okay. fine. If I cut you off, I cut you off. Okay. So, Sarah, what would the person that likes you the least say about you? So here's the deal. If someone doesn't like me, then either they are jealous or they have a misconstrued view of me. Because I know that I'm always 100% honest and as long as you are always 100% true to yourself and you do what you feel is best for you to do, whatever anybody has to say about you that's negative, it's not your problem, it's theirs. Sorry, don't know, I'm just saying. That's my opinion. I know. Oh, that was the 15 seconds. Okay, 15 seconds are done. But, in full disclosure, I know I have people that don't like me, but I've, I right. try very well, it hard. It was 15 seconds, not 30. Well, I don't like your time constraints, sir. No, but I, I, I want you to stop because it's more impactful when you can answer something in 15 seconds than when it takes you 15 minutes to say the same thing, which you did. So, congratulations. Thank you, sir. But, I will say this. You know, anybody out there that's listening that 
Are you about to hijack my podcast? No, I'm just saying, (laughs) this is a good time to point this out. You're right. Anybody that's out there listening that has an interview upcoming or might have an interview upcoming, I encourage you to Google different answers for that because it's interesting to see what other people have said because that it's you know it may not be asked exactly like that but it will be asked at some point I guarantee if you have enough interviews it, it will be asked and, I, and I've had it in multiple interviews and uh, if you look it up it's always one of those questions that they recommend you know how to answer prior to going into an interview so you know I think um, with the style podcast that Sarah's conducting here, I think that's a good a question to end on, uh, and you know, for everybody to kind of ponder, because we all do have faults. That's true. Uh, so you could be really blunt and honest and say, "I know this is a fault of mine. This is what they would say." But at the same time, you have to weigh your options and determine whether or not you would actually want to bring that up in an interview. So, you know, you can do either one. You can be honest or you can kind of give a bit of a walk-around answer or you can say what a lot of folks say and what a lot of people recommend to say is that somebody has a problem with me, so be it. That's basically what I said. Yeah. So, you just hijacked my podcast, but you're right. Well, you asked me to ask 20 I did, thank you. Or I came up with 20-something questions. You did really good. I appreciate you. Well, I uh, appreciate the gracious and generous compliment. <laughs> okay, well, so that... I'd be glad to answer any questions you have for me. This is, you know, kind of... Really? Are we going to flip this around? Yeah. By the way, Sarah didn't know I was going to ask her to ask me questions. So. No, I didn't. But you know what? We might save that for another episode. Or you can ask me, like, you know, five or ten Hmm. I'm very intentional with these, and I'm going to save it for another episode. So stay tuned for that. Hey. At least three. At least three? Okay. I'm going to go political on you, because Grantson was a political science major. Then you got to give me unlimited time. Nope. Uh-uh. No, sir. That doesn't make any sense. Okay, 30 seconds. Not unlimited. If you go much... Another tip. If you go much over 30 seconds on any answer, you're rambling. Depends the question if it's political. Depend, it depends on the question, but if you're over, I mean, 30 seconds is pretty reasonable. Much more than that if you get is a little ridiculous. If you get political or religious, you got to give me more time. But I'd love to answer either. So when let's you, go. Okay, fine. If you were sitting in front of President Trump right now, what would you have to say for to him? I would say hang in there. See? You were fine. In I was. Seconds. That's a bipartisan statement, uh, you know. That's true. I would tell any leader, Republican or Democrat right now, to hang in there because none of us have any idea what it's like to go through those things unless you're somebody who's been there before handling something like this that has to do with human lives. I mean, um, if one person dies because you were... 10 minutes late delivering something that you could have delivered 10 minutes earlier you think about it and it's in the back of your mind and I can guarantee you every one of these political leaders is is after all of this is said and done might very well say I could have done this better but at the end of the day we can't blame them because it's nobody's fault so I would tell any political leader hang in there we'll get through it that's true come out on the other side and you know 
the dust will settle and we'll have an election in November. Okay, what do you think the Democratic primary has to say about the state of the voters in this country? I would say that it is very similar to the 2016 Republican primary. Um, and I can elaborate. I don't know if you're giving me time to, but... Yeah, go for it. What I'm saying by that is uh, you see Bernie Sanders, who's done good for the second time in four years. And uh, I believe the re- the reason for that is a lot of people might would argue this, but I think he's the closest thing to Donald Trump in the Democratic Party. That's true. Um, he is very Trump-like with a Democratic spin, a socialist spin, and he has ignited voters that people like Joe Biden and Hillary Clinton have failed to ignite. And a lot of times we think it's somebody in the middle ground that can pull a lot of voters together. But in fact, time and time again, we have been proven that that is not the case. Um, you know, a, a middle ground candidate can do okay against another middle ground candidate. But if you have, you know, a, a Mitt Romney and a Barack Obama, you know, like we had in 2012, Obama just carries a stronger message. Because. Okay, now you're way over is, 30 seconds. <laughs> because he is very firm and staunch, even though he may be way off to the left in comparison to Romney, who is a very centric candidate um, he can ignite that population that probably wouldn't even vote if yeah. it was a more centrist candidate So, okay good alright last one I'm going to ask you given the amount of social unrest misinformation and polarized politics and opinions in the political space currently. How would you advise a young voter, especially the ones that are voting for the first time, well, I would say this November, but who knows, what piece of advice would you have to new voters on how to best inform themselves on which candidate Watch interviews of the candidates. Watch interviews, one-on-one interviews, debates between the candidates. Do not watch the 11 o'clock news and let them tell you who to vote for. I agree. And I am a strong believer that people should vote how they individually feel they should vote. I don't believe that they should be influenced by any outside sources. I try to do that with myself. I don't think that they should be influenced by a notion that they should vote Democrat or Republican because I believe that 50.00001% of people... uh, feel one way when it comes down to two candidates and 49.00000009 or 9999999 whatever it is percent of voters feel another way and the majority wins and the minority has rights majority rules minority rights that's how our two-party system works it's worked well enough so far and I believe if we all make individual opinions based on the facts of one-on-one interviews and debates that will always be okay and the leader will always match the majority's thought in this country. Just so y'all know, 
Granson ran for local office at the age of 22. He's really good at this. So, thank you. Those were good. All right. You're welcome. Well, I think that is all that we have for today. I have what I think is an exciting series coming up soon. So, stay tuned. Got plenty of time during this coronacation to take care of a few podcast episodes. Also, follow the podcast Instagram at there she mentors underscore podcast and leave me suggestions for the next episode. See you soon.